Greeting you with the Holy Word's peace. Peace be multiplied. I see between the, the uh, chiefs and the uh, ring, half of the folks stayed home today, huh? I don't mind the chiefs, but the rain is inexcusable. All right. We are up to 260 pounds. Our goal was 300. And so if anybody hasn't saw Lana back there, we need to tell her because we're serious about losing this weight in here. I didn't tell you, but I think it's uh, September, right? And that is Prostate Cancer Month, I think, Awareness Month. So men, we need to make sure you get that checked, all right? Don't, don't, don't uh, play around with that kind of thing. Amen? Amen. All right, so uh, on last week, we talked about the power of Christ within us. And I want what, what God is wanting to do is reproduce his spirit in us. That's what he wants to do. All right, now here's how this works. When we are born again, say that, born again. When we are born again, then that means we have a new DNA. Isn't that right? Because the old DNA is gone. And some of us are glad of that, right? Because like it or not, some of us, we don't want that old DNA because we don't want to be like our mother and our father, period. Because, you know, that was a biological thing and we didn't have a choice. But we have a choice to have a new DNA. That means giving our life to Christ. And when we uh, have this new DNA, God reproduces himself in us. That's what he wants to do. Can you say that? God wants, God wants to, reproduce to reproduce himself himself in me. in me and so this is what it's all about now the reason we can handle things better now than we did before is because we are born again because before we were born again there were things that would happen in our lives that we would fall apart right and we read the scripture last week in uh, Corinthians it's one of my favorite scriptures in Corinthians that teaches us something would you read please yes and that was 2nd Corinthians 4 8 through 9 the message says, we've been surrounded and battered by troubles, but we're not demoralized. See, there was a time when, when troubles would come around us, we'd be what? Demoralized. But now that God has reproduced his spirit in us, we're not demoralized. That's right. And you remember, I told you last week, you know, trouble going to find you. You just might as well figure that out. There's always going to be something that's going wrong. And if it's not in your life, it's somebody's life that you love. Right? So the things that we fell apart with before we were born again, now that we are born again, we don't, right, fall apart. Okay? That's right. We've been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. And sometimes we're spiritually terrorized when things happen to us, but we have to remind that who hasn't left our side? God. God hasn't left our side. Because there's no place in the scripture where it says it's always going to be all right. That's right. You see, that's just for people who, well, I ain't going to say that because that's criticizing. <laughs> All right, keep going. We've been thrown down, but and, we haven't broken. And we've been thrown down, but we haven't been broken. Thrown down could mean that you could get some bad news about your health, about a loved one, about a friend, right? About finances, and it can throw you down, but we're not what? Broken. We're not broken. So no matter what happens to us as Christians, now that God has reproduced himself and us, no matter what situations come up in our lives, we're not going to be broken. Right. Does that make sense? That's right. Now, and I told you, we may grieve, but we won't break. Does that, does that make sense to you? 
And it, it can hurt us inside, but what? We're not going to break, right? Now, see, and what I try to do is, and I love that, being called a life lessons pastor. I love that. Because that's what I'm trying to do is give you life lessons. Because I'm saved. I got all that covered. You all saved in here, right? Yes. But guess what? You ain't safe that's from right. trouble because trouble going to find you. Yeah, I guarantee you, everybody in here, there's going to be some kind of sickness that's going to hit you as an individual. Whether it doesn't have to be a physical sickness. It can be an emotional sickness. You know, it can be a child that went off crazy. It can be a divorce. You know, it can be any kind of thing. that You understand what I'm talking about? But we're at the point where we're going to make a stand. And the old folks say, when we can't stand, we what? Stand anyhow. That's, what, that's, that's, that's good stuff, all right? And the NIV says, we are pressed on every side. And sometimes, I don't know what, you know, I don't call it that. The Bible says pressed on every side. I said, sometimes all hell breaks loose. That's right. You ever know what I'm talking about? And, and, you know, and just as soon as you, and never say this. People say this, well, it can't get any worse. Mm. <laughs> you, you, right. you don't, 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 get, don't get in that trap. You, you see what I'm saying? Because, oh, yeah, it can get worse. It can show you that it can get worse. All right, here we go. Read that again, that part. We are hard-pressed on every side. And sometimes we're just hard-pressed on every side. But not crushed. But we're not crushed. There's a difference. You know, it's coming from all different race, circumstances and situations on every side, but we're not going to fall apart. It's just like when we look around this country today and all of the things that's happening in the United States of America and Kansas City, where we can just look at uh, the uh, people that's on strike at uh, GM's gym, right? On strike, you know, some of them folks, you know, they have families and kids. Bills, you know, yeah, that's right. Come on here and see, and, and you know, because everybody's not at the top level of their salary. Some people's at this low end, and so they can't, they can't, you know, do this here. So they're going to have to be able to make a stand because they don't know when that thing's over. That's right. Does that make sense what I'm talking about here? Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get you to be able to stand when you don't think you can stand. The, yes, you can, because God has reproduced Himself in you. If you don't depend on your own strength like you used to before you were born again and you depend on the God's resources because once he reproduces himself in you, you have what we call God resources. Say that, God resources. God and resources. once you have God resources, then you have resources like wisdom, like knowledge, like understanding, like power. You have all of those things that you need to sustain when you're going through something. That's right. Does that make sense? That's right. All right. Also persecuted, but not abandoned. So you can be persecuted, but not abandoned. You see, people are going to, per you know that. You know why you know that you're going to be persecuted? You remember when you used to persecute other people? Right. So you know you're going to be persecuted, but you're not abandoned. And some preachers would say you're not abandoned because God is there. Well, here's me. God is there, but guess what God does? He sends God's people. That's right. You can't be alone in this journey. I keep telling you, that's just songs that make you feel good. You cannot be a Christian and be in the family of God and ever be alone. That doesn't make sense. There are billions of Christians, right? All right, so there's when you go through something, the Holy Spirit will send somebody, usually, he'll send somebody to stand with you so you won't be abandoned. I know God is with me at all times. I know the Holy Spirit was with me, but I need somebody to talk to me sometimes. That's and right. then sometimes I need somebody to just listen. Yes. I'm talking to a human being. Does that make sense? Yes. All right, because I never want to feel like I'm alone. Wouldn't it be sad that I'm a Christian and in the family of Christ and I'm alone? Right. So why did I get in the family? I need to join a gang. <laughs> well, 
you all know what gang, gang members are never alone. Trust me. They take care of each other, right? Christians can learn something from that. All right? Okay. That was good. All right, here we go. And lastly, we may be struck down, but not destroyed. Yeah, we're going to get knocked down a little bit, but not destroyed. Sometimes news, bad news hits you, and it knocks you down. But we're not destroyed. You see, there's one thing, there's two things I can promise you if you're saved, right? Ask me what they are. You're going to go to heaven, but you're going to have to deal with issues on this earth. Right? right? Oh, you're going to get some blows, right? You, Satan going to hit you now. And sometimes it ain't the devil, it's just life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It's like now uh, uh, they're checking all kinds of things now with me, and, and I used to get upset because the doctor wants me to do this, and they want me to do that. And do, you know what it's called? Seventy. Right. And over. <laughs> yeah, it's called, I don't want to, you know, I didn't mind being a senior because that just felt good. But now I'm an elderly person, so that is, you know, that, you know, so some of this stuff is just, I'm an elderly person now. You know, you know, if I, when I'm vacuuming and getting on my hands and knees because I'm a cleaning bathroom, stuff, you know, I'm sore the next day. You see, and I get up a little slower than I used to get up. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's just life. All right? You see, I'm getting older, but I still have the spirit within me to live the life that Christ would have me to live. And the wisdom that he's given me just tells me, you ain't who you used to be. Just slow down. Right. Mm. All right. Don't laugh at me now because I'll get you. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to read from Titus 3, verse 5 from the boys. This is the day's lesson. He came to save us. That's what Jesus came to do what? All right. It's not that we earned it by doing good works. See, nothing that I've done. To, to earn salvation. That's right. There's no kind of good works that I've done to earn what Christ has done for me. None. Right? right? I'm one of the very few people that will say, I'm glad that God didn't give me what I deserve. Amen. Is anybody in here with me? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. All right. He came because he is merciful. He came because of his mercy. And sometimes... Have you ever thought about what to pray? One of the greatest prayers you'll ever pray is, Lord, have mercy. God, have mercy. All right? He brought us out of our old ways of living. He brought us out of our old ways of living. Our old ways of living was not only killing us spiritually, was killing us what? Physically and emotionally. And I'm thanking God that he brought us out of what? Our old ways of living. That's right. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. All right. And he brought us to a new beginning. He brought us to a new beginning. And I don't know if you, who's in here. When you come to Christ and really, truly give your life to Christ, you have a new beginning. Old things pass away and all things become new. That's right. This is what we need to tell people. A lot of people don't go to church is because they think that they're going to be put down at church. No, church won't put you down if it's the right kind of church. Church is supposed to lift you up. Right? You see? You know, sometimes I need for you to, there's two things that, that, I, that happened to me. I needed somebody to come and pull me out and then pull me up. You know what I'm saying? Pull me out of my lifestyle and then pull me up to Christ. Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's what the church is for. 
because we know from which we came. We used to be them. Isn't that right? That's right. And some of us are still struggling. We say, but we're still struggling. And the pastor Phil says, I tell you all the time, I'm saved, but I ain't safe. That's because right. once you think you got it together, is the worst thing can happen to you. That's right. All right? No little eyes, big U's, no big U's, little eyes. We all are saying in here, we're trying to do the very best we can to allow the Spirit of God to control our lives. That's right. All right? The new beginning is through the washing of regeneration. So the, it's the washing of regeneration. He's regenerated. The Holy Spirit regenerated my life. Did he do yours? That's right. All right, here we go. And he made us completely new through the Holy Spirit. So he made us completely new through what? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. This is why some of you in here, when you come to church and you really get it, people don't like you. Because they like that old person. Right. And they don't want you to be new. They don't want to. Hey, there'd be people you can be living with. They don't want that change to be in your life because they are comfortable with you being who you are. Right? And then, you know, especially with women, when you get start doing better and you start getting your life together and start having self-respect and start cleaning your life up, they call you different kind of names, don't they? Say amen to that. Yes, but see, they don't understand that you are new somebody. Well, I remember when. No, I, no, no, no. We don't go there. I'm a new somebody. There ain't no to remember whens. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. You see, your past is past. When you come to Christ, you are a new person in Christ. That's right. And some, I love that scripture says it renewed daily. Are you with me? Yes. You see, some of you are not saying amen because you, you don't understand it. But I'd be jumping up. Yeah, I'm a new somebody. Right. You see, I don't know who you're talking to. I don't know who you're talking to. You see, somebody said something about me one time. You know, say, uh, Johnny. I said, he did. Right. Because I know what he was getting ready to go. No, this is a new somebody. So what you knew is in the sea of forgetfulness with God and me. That's right. Right? Right? And I'm not going to let you take me back to that. How many of you like sports? You know what they tell you about sports? especially if you're a receiver or, or you carry the ball, is you better have a short memory. You know what that means? If you fumble, you better forget it because you've got to get the next one and keep rolling. If you've dropped that one pass, you better forget it because you've got another one coming at you. Well, some of you are to think that way spiritually. God, you've, God has gotten rid of that old life. It's a new life now. Yeah, you get another, you're getting another shot at it, right? You need to catch it this time, right? You ain't going to fumble it this time, right? So could be, you know why? Because you, didn't, you forgot all about that time you'd fumbled the ball. You forgot all about that time, huh, that you, you, you didn't make that catch because now you got bigger hands and you got better hands to catch and hold and fold, right? That's Are y'all right. with me? That's right. You see, things that used to shake you up don't shake you up anymore, right? right? When folks call you names and say something, you fall out laughing. Yeah, you, you need to tell them you're in a comedy club. Because I don't know what you're talking about. That's real funny to me. Right. Are y'all with me? Right. You see, because it's about you as an individual and your relationship with God and where you stand with God, not about where other people think about you. Yeah. Right? When you have a new life, ask me what else you get. A new mirror. All right. Come on here. Some of that went right over some of y'all's head. You yeah. get a new mirror. Yeah. 
Because when you looked in that old mirror, you saw old things. When you looked in that new mirror, old things ain't there anymore. You see a new somebody, right? Yes. Right? So, say, what I'm trying to get you to understand is, and let me tell you something else. Some people are your mirror. When you become born again, they're not your mirror anymore. God is your mirror. Right? And he made you perfectly. When God made you, he said, God, that is good. Right. Okay. <laughs> you see, all right. Read that again, because I like it. I like, I like telling people, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. You don't know nothing. You don't know me. That's right. You don't know who this guy is standing in front of you. That's right. You don't know me. All right? He brought us out of our old ways of living. I don't live like that anymore. He don't brought me out of that. That's right. So why are you going back to that? Not even in your memory. That's right. All right? And brought us to a new beginning through the washing of regeneration. So we got a new what? New beginning. That's right. I'm a new person, and I'm washed of all the dirt that I used to live, according to the gospel. That's right. Come on here. Y'all get what I'm talking about? That's right. I'm washed up of all that. All right. You ever go, when you go back home to your, to the, your neighborhood or people around you and your family members, and don't be doing good. Come on, don't be doing good. And, and, and so you might want to rent a car. Because they don't want to see what you're driving now, because now, yeah, see, they don't know that you may come out of the hood, what we call the hood, or ghetto, but now I'm living in the kingdom. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, I'm living in the kingdom, so there are some things I'm supposed to have. You know, right? Jesus says Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I come to give you life and life more abundant. So now, when, so when you go back there, say, no, I'm just living in abundance. That's right. Because Jesus told me to live there. All right. You know, y'all know y'all got some kin folks that ain't happy because you're doing good. Come on here. <laughs> All right. Again, we are told in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 in King James, Therefore, if any man or woman in Christ, he or she is a new creature. You are what? A new creature. So why are you acting like the old person? That's right. Now let me tell you something. Everybody look at me. Sometimes when you get around people like that, you think you've got to act like you used to act to please them. Right. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Everybody repeat after me. I will never be, I will never be a man pleaser. A man pleaser. Come on here. I will never be, never be a, man a man pleaser. God is pleased with me. God is pleased with me. So I'm pleased with me. So I'm pleased with God me. is pleased with me. So I'm pleased with me. Now act like that. Walk like that. Talk like that. Isn't that right? I have no clue where I'm at. You're going to have to tell me. All right. In the King James 2 Corinthians, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Old things have passed away. I used to have a bad attitude, but now I have a new attitude. That's right. Isn't that right? You see, and see, see, look at me. Some people know what button to push. Yeah, see? But now that I'm born again and I'm new in Christ, they push that button, it won't work. That's right. Out of order. Out of order. It won't work anymore. It ain't working anymore. So you keep on pushing all you want to push, but it don't work anymore. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, you can knock and turn, but see, that combination that you used to have to open the door to my life, it don't work anymore because it's out of order. That's right. 
Only Christ through the Holy Spirit knows the com combination now in my life. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. All right. And the voice puts it this way. Therefore, if anyone is united with the anointed one. With the anointed one. Who's the anointed one? Jesus. Christ. Buddha was what? In the enlightened one, right? Muhammad was the what? Messenger, right? There's only one Christ. That's right. Jesus Christ. Buddha didn't say he was the Christ. Muhammad didn't say he was the Christ. Only Jesus said he was the Christ. And that means the anointed one, right? Yeah. All right, you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Are y'all getting this? Yeah. You're going to feel better about yourself? Yeah. Quit allowing worldly people and worldly thoughts to take you back from where you done came out of. That's right. Isn't that right? That's right. You see, the story of the prodigal son, remember when he was in the hog pen? He didn't go back into the hog pen. He went home. That's right. And got cleaned up. That's right. Yeah, do you know what the Bible says? Now, I'm, this is some Johnny Fields wisdom. Don't let the same dog bite you twice. That's right. That's right. Huh? That ain't a scripture, but it should have been. That's from the gospel of Johnny Fields. Don't let the same dog bite me twice. Because the only reason that dog can bite me is I go to the same block that dog was at. You know that dog don't have no fence when you go that direction, right? But we different now. We stay here. We, we, we got a hedge around us. That's scripture. I got a hedge around me. That dog can't come in there, right? That's right. All right. All right. Okay. The Bible says only a hog does what? Goes back to its own mud hole. All right. Go ahead. When you are united with Christ, you become a new creation. We are a new what? Creation. And so when we're a new creation, then that, what that means is God is producing himself in me. When right. God produces himself in me, I'm a new creation. I'm created, right, in the right. images of God, right? Now, some people can't handle that because that's too big for them. But it shouldn't be too big for you. It ought to be exciting for you that you, now you are God-like now. Yes. You, how many Christians in here? Amen. You know what that means, Christ-like, right? Yes. Well, quit, when I said God-like, y'all backed all up. Let me do it again. <laughs> you are God-like now, right? Yes, you are God-taught. God led, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost led. That means you're empowered by him. Does that make sense? That's why that I don't fall apart anymore. You don't fall apart anymore on stuff because you have a new creation in you. And that's why some folk don't like you. That's why some folks don't like you. They like that old sister. Mm. Well. Now he loved her. You don't like this new one. Right. He got to call her names. Mm. Try to bring her down. Because right. he can't reach where she's at. Mm. Wow. Women ought to be saying amen to that. <laughs> We're getting ready to go into October, aren't we? Yes. What is October? Where everybody says breast cancer. What is Domestic October? Violence. Domestic violence month. Both of them on the same month. We do what here in this church? Domestic violence. Because everybody's doing breast cancer. But we do domestic violence. Guess, guess what would stop domestic violence if you listen to me? Because you wouldn't put yourself in that situation, circumstance, and you know God wouldn't. Right. So you're going to be a new creature. That's right. Yeah, you better get a drum to beat on because I'm done. That's right. That went right over y'all's head. Every woman in here ought to be saying amen. Even if you are not in that situation, you know somebody's in that situation. And the reason in that situation is because the church is afraid to teach it. But we're not afraid to teach it in here. That's 
That's right. Isn't that right? If we are new creatures, that means man and woman. Huh? When I look at my wife, I see God. When she looks at me, she sees God. We, got, we treat each other that way. Isn't that right? Okay, let's go. You getting tired? No. The game doesn't start at 12. You've been in playing time. <laughs> Again, the old life is gone. The old life is what? Gone. The old life is what? Gone. So that means the old person is what? Gone. gone. All right. And see, a new life has begun. And a new life has begun. And see, and then when a new life has begun, that means there's going to be some different folk around you. Now it's going to be the people God put around you. Right. right? Not the people you chose. And that's a hurting thing because you, you, you love them people and you really, but they ain't good for you. Right? Everybody's not good for you. Now you can love a person and not hang out with them now. Isn't that right? Because I got a new life. I'm going a new direction. And since you're not going the same direction as me, then me and you got to split. Right? Right? We, we, right? Because I'm going a new path. I'm on a new journey right now. Right? And so I can't go that old way, you know? You might as well block my number. No, I'm going to block your number, right? Right. See? <laughs> you know why people don't amen that? Because you want to hold on to old stuff. You got to get rid of it all. That's right. Isn't that right? Have you ever moved? Yeah, you moved and seen all that stuff you had that you didn't need? You know what I'm talking about? When you move, I'm telling you, spiritually, when you are moved by the Holy Spirit, you're going to find out some of that stuff that you was holding on to, you're going to have to set on the curve. Yes. Right. Are you with me? Yes. All right. All right. Now turn to John 16, verse 12 for, through 15 from the voice. I have so much more to say, but you cannot absorb it right so, now. Now this is Jesus talking about it. Everybody says, well, everything's in the Bible. No, it ain't. There's some stuff that the Holy Spirit's going to reveal to us now that wasn't written then. Why? Jesus got through saying, y'all couldn't, King James says you couldn't handle it. Right. We couldn't absorb it. Does that make sense? That's right. All right. The spirit of truth will come and guide you in all truth. All right, but guess what we had before they got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit? We got that now. So the Holy Spirit reveals what? All what? Truth. All what? Truth. All what? Truth. And guess what hurts us the most? Truth. <laughs> it's the truth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just like me saying, guarantee you somebody in here, and I don't, don't even talk to me after church is over. Uh, you was right. I ain't in your business. God, the Holy Spirit's in your business. You invited him in. The Holy Spirit is telling somebody in here, you need to get rid of somebody. Right. Don't y'all go get no divorces now. I ain't talking about that. <laughs> All right. But you know, that, ain't, that person's not good for you. It's not going the same direction for you. You see? Because, see, before you put that ring on your finger, because sometimes you put your ring on a finger, you're putting a loose around your neck. Mm. Well. <laughs> Even I didn't believe I said I that. Like, that went a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just real. Yes. Just real. All right, here we go. He will not speak his own words to you. The Holy Spirit's not going to speak his words to you, but guess whose words he's going to speak to? Go ahead. He will speak what he hears, revealing to you the things to come. The Holy Spirit's going to reveal to you what Jesus is saying about your life. That's right. All right? 
and he will reveal to you the things to come and bring glory to me. The Holy Spirit will never get outside of the line of Christ. That's right. The Holy Spirit gives us a better relationship with Christ. Do you understand it? Church people, Christians, quit quenching the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you this message right here. You all sitting in here, you don't be talking about pastor said. Ask the Holy Spirit where this message lies in your life. That's right. That's right. You see? And he'll and the truth will make you cry sometimes. Yes. See, the world don't want to ask why. Because they don't want to know why. Because they don't want the truth. But we Christians, we want the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth to us, all right? And in verse 15, he tells us, The Spirit has unlimited access to me. The, the Spirit has what? Unlimited access. Uh, the Spirit knows what Jesus. People tell me, Jesus ain't talking to y'all. You do know that, right? Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, are talking to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit speaks to us. Yeah. That's what he's saying there. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to say, Holy Spirit, talk to me. Reveal to me. Give me a spiritual revelation. How to deal with my wife, my husband, my children, uh, my job. I said, ask the Holy Spirit to do that. All right? Access to all that I possess and know, just as everything the Father has is mine. The Holy Spirit knows, has access to that. God, what would you have me to do? Here's how it works. Holy Spirit, reveal to me what God would have me to do. Does that make sense? Because the Holy Spirit does what? He has access to God. So the Holy Spirit has that. God ain't speaking to us. The Holy Spirit's speaking to us. So I got to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to me what the Father and the Son would have me to do. And he speaks to me, and he gives me spiritual revelations, and sometimes he does that through people. Sometimes I'm just in a general conversation, and the Holy Spirit touches somebody that says something that gives me the answer to my life. The Holy Spirit can use an unsaved person to speak to a saved person. That's right. Because you don't get to choose who he uses. You see, God can use whoever he wants to use, right? You know, there's a story in there where he had a donkey. Talk to a man. The man kept beating the donkey. The donkey turned around and started talking to him. Because the donkey was saving his life. Right. You see? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Y'all getting tired of me now, okay. He goes on to tell us, that is the reason I am confident he will care for my own and reveal the path to you. So Jesus said that he is very confident in what? That the Holy Spirit will reveal to us what we need to know, where we need to know, how, when, and where. That's right. No one in here should be lost. No one in here should be in a bad situation. You know why you're here this morning? God wanted you to hear to get this lesson. Let me tell you something. I'd love to be 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old, and somebody give me this lesson. Right. I'd love somebody even brought me to church at 14, 15, 16. You know, nobody brought me to church. And so guess what? It cost me a lot of grief. Yes. So if you're young in here, you need to hear what I'm saying. And it's painful sometimes because it hurts. But the long run, it will save you a whole lot of tears. Yeah, it will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just have some teardrops, but if you don't listen, you'll have to have the whole Kleenex box. Right. 
Romans. I'm talking about some of you all lived it. Go ahead. Romans 8 and 14 from King James. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons and daughters of God. When I am led by the Spirit of God, I'm his son. That's right. And a good father wants his son or his daughter to have a good life. Isn't that right? A good parent wants their sons and daughters to have good lives, right? Well, when I am in the spirit of God, then I'm his, I'm his son. I was talking to a young man just a few minutes ago. We were talking, and I said to him about his uh, son. You know, we were just in a general conversation out there, and I told him, everybody needs to hear what I'm getting ready to say here. I said, you ain't raising a son. You're raising a God-man a husband, a father, and a grandfather. Girls, ladies, you ain't raising a daughter. You raising a God woman, a wife, a mother, and a grandmother. And you need to take it serious. Because what God expects of me is what he expects me to be to my children and my grandchildren, or my wife, my children, and my grandchildren. Bottom line. Bottom line. Bottom line. And there was a time when I was afraid of that, but when the Holy Spirit came into my life, I wasn't afraid of it anymore because now I had his education, his wisdom, and his knowledge. You see, I don't understand Men, do we understand our women say no? The Holy Spirit does. Women, do you understand your husband or man? Say no. The Holy Spirit does. So before you get in that conversation, what should you do? You know you're getting ready to have that conversation. You need to go in prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you how to talk to your wife, how to talk to your husband, how to talk to your children, how to talk to your parents. Are y'all with me? That's right. Even if you're on a job and you got a boss that's crazy, you need to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you how to talk to crazy. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Holy Spirit knows how to talk to crazy. Yes. Right? You don't know how to talk to crazy. Ask me why. Why? It'll make you crazy, and now you got two crazies. <laughs> and you know where you're going with that, right? Well. But the Holy Spirit knows all things. So I ask, I'm telling you, because sometimes I, I'm 49 years, I don't know Sister Gwen in all areas. Because sometimes she says things, I just like, wow. <laughs> You're going to do what? You see? But the Holy Spirit knows why she does that. And some things that's important to her, it's like, really? That's important? The Holy Spirit lets me know how important that is to her. Right. And vice versa. Because right. she, she calls me John. She says, John, I don't understand John sometimes. But the Holy Spirit understands John because some things that's important to John is not important to her, but the Holy Spirit reveals to her how important it is to me, and it gives her a submissive spirit to be able to deal with what she's got to deal with in front of her. That's how that works. All right? right? See, some of you are single in here, and you ask them, don't be asking who you should date. Ask God, the Holy Spirit, reveal to me, who should I date? That's right. Amen. Okay. <laughs> that ain't going to work. Nope. Because, see, God will send somebody that loves them 
and to care about him and take care of him, be committed and dedicated, but he don't look good. Well, She don't look good. (laughs) I would rather have somebody that is good and going to take care of me good than somebody that looks good and is going to abuse me. Right. All right? That's right. All right. Because he ain't into all that. That's right. All right? If, if he was into all that acting and how they act and all that, I wouldn't be here today. That's right. All right? I'd have been married two years. Hmm. Well. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Let's, I'm ready to quit, all right? All right. Our last scripture is Psalms 119, 11 through 12 from The Voice. Deep within me, I have hidden your word. Here's where most people get in trouble. They leave the word. You got to put it in here. That's right. You got to put it in here. Okay? You got to read it and ask God to reveal things. You know what really upsets me is when somebody leaves the church because they don't like something a pastor says. That's crazy. Sometimes the pastor don't like some of the things he's saying. Look, everybody look at me. Everybody, I want everybody to look at me. You are crazy if you don't think 25% of this is Johnnyism. You have lost your mind. You see, I'm up here to inspire you right? And to, to help you to have a greater commitment to getting in God's Word. You ain't, this 45 minutes or 30, 45 minutes that I'm talking about is an inspiring you. Everything I say up here ain't right. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, sometimes the Holy Spirit ain't me. It's Johnny talking, right? And I tell y'all that, right? Do you understand that? So don't be leaving the church because I, I think Trump's a great president. I don't think he's a great president, but if I did think he's a great president, don't be leaving the church. You see what I'm saying? That's People right. lose, leave the church because of something, something the pastor said. Now, wait a minute. You know when you should leave the church? It's when the Holy Spirit tells you to leave the church. But guess tell me, if he told you to come to it, he ain't going to tell you to leave it. That's right. Right? That's right. All right. Now, we're done with that, right? Okay. So get in your Bible. That's right. Okay. In verse 12, you are blessed, O eternal one. Instruct me in what you require. So I'm asking God to instruct me in what he requires. That's right. You see? In what he requires. God, what do you require of me? Because sometimes people will require things of me are too low, sometimes too high. God's going to require of me what, I can, what he's put within me. That's right. Nothing more, nothing less. God, what do you require of me? Y'all want to hear the rest of it? You got families in here? Ask God, what does he require for you to do? You ever have families that go chaotic? Some of y'all got them crazy folks in your family? Quit trying to go, God, what do you require of me? And you know what he might say? Get out of there. That's right. You see, sometimes family requires, I don't know who I'm talking to, requires you to deal with a lot of financial Right? And God's saying, don't do that. And then your, your, your flesh will say, but that's my sister, that's my brother, that's my uncle, that's my so-and-so. Yeah, it will. But God is saying to you, you're an enabler, not a helper. That's right. So sometimes God tells us to get out of people's business. Yeah, you might say, God, what would you require me to say, shut up? God, what do you require for me? Get out of their business. Does that make sense? So I'm not concerned about what my family requires of me or the church requires of me 
or people around requires. I'm only concerned about what God requires of me. Because, see, I don't want to be an enabler or an overachiever. All right. right. You done? No, you ain't. I got one little thing down. (laughs) The last one is from the message. Be blessed, God, and train me in your ways of wise living. I want God to bless me and train me into his way of wise living. I want to live wise like God will have me. And so here's how I do it, y'all. This is Johnny talking now, right? I pray and ask the Spirit to guide me and lead me in the direction he'd have me to go. You see? And in my house, there's a cross up there, and it says, lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So I'm not trying to live a life, because I tell y'all about me. I'm not trying to live a life to be, uh, get approval from a congregation. I'm, I'm trying to live a life to get approval from him. Don't you try to live a life to get approval from me. Because it ain't about me. You want to live a life to get approval from here. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We need to take people out of it and titles out of it and put God in it. Do you understand? And then if you live, if you live, God will bless you and he will train, he will train you to live a wise life. I can't tell you no more than that. Does that make sense? Are you good with that? All right. I love, y'all can cut this off now. I love people that achieve things. And uh, we have a young lady in here that's doing an awesome job of achieving and uh, uh, using her creative juices to uh, make other people look good and, and make other people feel good. And I think sometimes we need to give folks flowers up in the church. Carissa, stand. Yeah. 